0: I'm Anthony Davis. This is Explained from 5-Minute News. I've been thinking a lot about the election in November, as we all are right now. But mainly why the media is still attempting to cover it like a a normal two-horse race election normalizing the candidate, who tried to overthrow the last election, legitimizing the candidate who is a convicted fraudster and rapist and cult leader. You see, with the cult of Trump, you can't do polling. The, the, the supporters are brainwashed. You can't expect them to change their votes because they're cult members. And no matter how good a president Joe Biden is, Or how strong the economy is or how secure the border is, Trump people are still in a cult. They worship him despite his criminality and the evangelicals pray for him and weep for him and will die for him because they're in a cult. And yet the media still talk about the race to the White House like it's every other year. Their template for reporting, for debates, for Analysis—it's unchanged despite the seismic shake-up—and I'm saddened by their complicity in normalising the language and the behaviour and and the hatred. So, I'm not hopeful of the outcome for democracy if the media continue to turn a blind eye to fascism. But there is one portion of the electorate who are also being highly underestimated by the media going into November. And to ignore this group is to ignore 167 and a half million of them. I'm talking about women. Women who have been stripped of their fundamental human rights since the overturning of Roe versus Wade in 2022, when Donald Trump's religious extremist Supreme Court officially reversed Roe, declaring that the constitutional right to abortion upheld for nearly half a century no longer existed. And you may remember, joining Justice Samuel Alito's opinion were Justice Clarence Thomas, appointed by the first President Bush, and the three recent Trump appointees, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. The dissenting liberal justices said that the court decision means that young women today will come of age with fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers. They said the court's opinion means that from the very moment of fertilization, a woman has no rights to speak of. A state can force her to bring a pregnancy to term, even at the steepest personal and familial costs with sorrow for this court, but more for the many millions of American women who have today lost a fundamental constitutional protection. We dissent, they wrote. 21 Republican states have now banned abortion or restrict the procedure earlier in pregnancy than the standard set by Roe versus Wade, making it a class A criminal offense in many cases. Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, West Virginia, all have total abortion bans in place. Now, Republicans naively thought that once the ban was in place, the problem would go away. Women would go quietly, remain silent, accept the new laws and suffer in silence. Except the Republican lawmakers who thought this forgot about several factors that might come back to haunt them at the ballot box in November. You see, 50.4% of the US population are women. Smart, emotionally intelligent, critical-thinking women, most of whom have had their fill of the patriarchy. 167.5 million women, most of them strong, Free thinkers who every month are reminded by their own bodies the importance of the right to choose. And they're thinking about it and discussing it and mobilizing every single day. And now Alabama's top court ruled frozen embryos are legally children and people can be held liable for their destruction. IVF patients are currently scrambling to get their frozen embryos out of Alabama. This is The Handmaid's Tale. This is dystopian. Yet this is America in 2024. Cancer patients and oncologists are expressing shock and anxiety about the ruling. Worries are mounting that other states could adopt similar rulings that would impede fertility medicine for people, including cancer patients who say that assisted reproductive technology might be their only way of having a family after treatment. Alabama Supreme Court Justice Tom Parker has not been shy about his view that America was founded as a Christian nation exposing the rise of Christian nationalism in politics forget the separation of church and state these policies will only become more extreme in the coming months and if Donald Trump was to be reelected enshrined into federal law California's Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom is launching a series of new advertisements in Republican states targeting Republican efforts to criminalize having an abortion and a war on travel for reproductive care. The first ad will air this week in Tennessee, where lawmakers are considering legislation that would make it illegal for anyone who helps a minor obtain an abortion without permission from their parents. Anyone found guilty of the offense could face between three and 15 years in prison in America, in the land of the free. Restrictive abortion laws disproportionately impact black women in GOP-led states, according to the Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee. Black women have the highest abortion rate in the US, according to the most recent data from the CDC. Abortion restrictions that have gone into effect across the US since the Supreme Court overturned Roe have only exacerbated previously existing socio-economic disparities, according to abortion access advocates. And Republican lawmakers know this, because so much of this goes back to racism, in addition to blatant and rampant misogyny. The Biden administration has sought to position itself as a staunch advocate for abortion rights, and, and maternal mortality is a part of that argument. Kamala Harris, the first woman and black person to be elected vice president, is, is helming the abortion access fight. And she often highlights the impact that restrictive abortion bans have had on black women. And as the disgraced former president, Donald Trump, repeats his proud statement, taking ownership of the abortion ban where he said that for 54 years they were trying to get Roe v. Wade terminated, and I did it, and I'm proud to have done it, and nobody else was going to get that done but me, and we did it, and we did something that was a miracle. That's what he said. That's what he repeats. Trump and the Republicans own the abortion ban, and the general election will come down to this issue, and this issue alone. I mean... If you believe that men should control women, then fine. You're that person. But women's rights are human rights. And only Democrats are advocating for women and women's health care. And half the country are women. And it's women who are bringing legal cases against Donald Trump. And it's women who are protesting for their rights and won't be silenced. And it's women-owned businesses that are growing at a rate that is outpacing the rate of men ninety four point three percent for the number of firms, two hundred and fifty two percent for employment, eighty two percent for revenue since Roe was overturned. And record numbers of women serve in congressional and gubernatorial and state legislative offices as a result of the twenty twenty two election. November twenty twenty four is is not about the southern border or about the economy or if, if Trump can beat Biden in debates. It's about women. It's about access to abortion. It's about freedom and protecting our democracy. Now, I might be a a white male, but I'm also a feminist brought up by a strong, single mother. And I'm also a father to my young daughter, and I advocate for her. And there are millions of men like me who will stand firmly on the right side of history. I'm Anthony Davis. You can hear me on the 5-Minute News podcast, co-hosting Uncovered every Wednesday and on the weekend show with Midas Touch.